with Mr. X for the Goody Squad. <laughs> oh, what a sad air horn we have today, Mr. X. Yeah, it's been a rough, rough couple of days uh, between migraines and stomach issues, so I'm, I'm beat to shit right now. But um, considering that... You're not feeling hunted? You're not feeling hunted? I'm You're not, not even, feeling hunted? I'm not 100%? even feeling fitty right now. Oh, I was going to ask what percentage it was. Yeah. Not, not even 50. Maybe 49. Um, oh, but uh, that's so sad. Yeah, the last thing I wanted to do was cancel this show, considering that we had a flub last week. So, uh, oh, we little technical difficulties last week. Um, Episode five is lost our... to the annals of time. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, those have to be expressed. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we were playing our our cool theme song by. Uh, wait, I forget his name. Great Puma. I know his real name. <laughs> Great Puma. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, like the shoe. Puma. <laughs> yeah, that's right. P-U-M-A. Um, anyway, which we love. It was dope, but we just didn't realize it was running in the background the whole time. And then you couldn't so, hear yeah. us, and then, so it was a hot mess, and uh, that's unfortunate, because I thought last week's show was pretty good, and, um... It was pretty good. We'll probably make reference to it here and then within this show. Because there was no way we're going to try and recreate it. <laughs> no. And the only people that will know that we're repeating stuff is me and Chiba, and that's about it. Um, But thanks, and shout out to my homegirl Susie, who listens to our podcast. She comments. She says um, we both crack her up, and she often talks back to us when she's listening to our podcast. Oh, um, shit. But uh, she's the one that was like, uh, I can't hear you guys over the background music. And I'm like, uh, what background music? There was no was <laughs> so whoops little whoops whoops so yeah like you said i like the way that you um put it out there on the social media it'll just be a little trivia note yeah in the goody squad timeline yeah what happened to episode five the mysterious episode five that we will never speak of again yeah i was gonna say we'll just never talk about it again and then that'll just make it more mysterious yeah man kind of like kind of like like when icp said they were gonna quit after Oh, no, no, no. Something something was going to happen. I don't remember the fuck it was. Remember, like, the seventh Joker's oh, card was, was dropped, like, and... And then... and then They promised something was going to happen, but didn't say what. And then... And I don't even know if anything did. And then the only thing that happened is they kept putting out more shit. <laughs> Spooky scary. <laughs> All right, I, ha- I have to admit, the reason that we know about <laughs> this is Go that... Ahead. Uh, I used I used to work with these guys back in the nineties, back in my OPR days. Have you did you ever hear of them before then? No, no. <laughs> like like I I knew that the insane clown posse. Is what we're the, the only to. the only they reason why I knew the them reference. was because you guys worked with them. The only thing I remember of those days was the fact that I believe it was like me, you, and Puma like took them to their first indie show out here. 
Uh, wrestling? Yeah. We took them to a wrestling show? We sure fucking did. I totally fucking forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to talk to Puma about that. Bring it up on, on the, the Fighter High Boost show. It, it comes up like maybe like a once a year, once every other year. And we just laugh okay, about it. Okay, you'll have to, since my memory is shit, you'll have to read and tell me the story. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they met us there, yeah? Um. Yeah, they met us there. They we were told in town. Them, we told them what was going on. Yeah, they were looking for something to do, and um, they pulled up in a fucking tour bus to this fucking <laughs> little, like, gym that was throwing an indie wrestling show, and they just kind of sat there and with us and watched this show. So it was so bizarre, because it's like, Considering that, like, those guys went on and, like, were basically part of every Fed. They were part of the WWE. They were part of WCW. They were part of ECW. They, you name it, they, they had fucking put their stank on it. And even, like, I, I don't know if they still do or not, but they ran um, Insane Champion Shit Wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. I say they were, they were huge fans. They um, did their own kind of backyard wrestling back in the day. But yeah. the bigger they got, they tried to make their own and... Like you said, dabbled in everything else. <laughs> the the funniest shit those dudes ever did was those Stranglemania uh, VHSs. Yeah. Remember those? Where they would like comment, comment over like they... death matches? Yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah. Like uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 Kinda, style. yeah. It was like, they That's would like, great. everybody had like a nickname. So there was like Ponderosa and Sweden House and uh, Lama yes. Nama Numi. Lama Nama Numi. <laughs> Lama Nama Numi. Oh, wow. man. I'm sure you're like... Giving out way too much that we know about Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. Where was that wrestling show at? Christ, I'd, I'd have to ask Puma because he'd be the one that remembers. Um, I, I I mean, I remember being there. I remember hanging out with them, being on the bus. But other than that, like, I remember a couple of the guys that were wrestling that were, like, trying out characters. They were brand new to the scene and shit. And I remember there was one guy going by Iceman. And he comes out all, like, <laughs> stoic and shit. And it's like... You little skinny guy. You're going to be something else later, and you'll be dope, but right now you're the Iceman. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah, so, yeah, there's an interesting story. <laughs> yeah, I love that, because yeah. I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, I remember working for them. I remember hanging out with them kind of like on their bus a little bit and stuff, but uh, um, I did totally forgot about the wrestling show. Yeah. That's hilarious. They... Those guys were on Howard Stern. I don't know how recent it was, but so remember their fans, what they referred to their fans as? Yeah, fucking Juggalos, uh, juggalos right? right? Oh my God. I never saw so many fucking Juggalo stickers before I moved up to um, Paso Robles when I was really? in uh, North County, in California. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, it was all like, I was like, you're, you're kidding, right? And then I'd see like more of them drive by on these little like Honda Civics or whatever. And I'm like, You've got to be kidding me. It wasn't, I don't think it was when I left, but more of when I first moved there, which is about like 15 years ago. But I, even then to me, I was like, oh, people, well, that's like, a, it's out here. People yeah. really like that, whatever. But, um, so their juggalos, I think have been classified as an actual gang by like the FBI, like that, the Bloods and the Crips and stuff. So instead of doing drive-bys, Sad. instead of doing drive-bys, they do Fagos. Yes. But sadly, it, because some of these kids have been associated with this group and these and their juggalos, they've like um, 
can't get jobs or, you know, they're out on parole and they'll get in trouble or, you know, I mean, like uh, they can't go to the concerts or, you know, it, it shows up like on their record and prevents them from getting shit in their life just because they're a fan of this band. They're like, so they're on this like crusade to try and get that change. It's like, there's no other band in the world that their fans have been considered a gang and put on the FBI list, you know? He's like, they're like, that's, that's pretty much bullshit. Yeah. NWA didn't even accomplish that shit. Right. That's interesting. Interesting. I don't even remember how we got on their subject. (laughs) I literally was going to say the exact same thing a hot second ago. I'm like, how did we end up on the ICP? (coughs) Spooky, scary. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I have to admit though, every time Halloween comes around, I do kind of want to listen to one of their tracks every now and then. (laughs) There's a couple of like little things that come up in songs. Like there was a, there was a Christmas one that they made. There was on a, like a yes like a single, but it was on a you know a CD or whatever, and uh, yes they shouted out the Undertaker and they were doing a Paul Bear and me and me and Puma oh would, the Undertaker yeah. oh my Undertaker <laughs> so me and me and Puma yeah. I'll, go, I'll do that back and forth to each other here and there that's great that's great it's so weird ah <laughs> uh, oh my gosh let's talk about some shit going on in the news my favorite story this week is the porn star that's trying to sue sue our president. Oh my god. That's that's twenty eighteen in a nutshell for you. It's our, our our president president who's the tabloid cover. He's the what? Ugh. What'd you say? So he's a tab he's a tabloid cover. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I mean uh so um Stormy Daniels <clears throat> was reportedly paid off. We've covered this before. We're paid off paid off in twenty sixteen to keep hush about an affair she had with Donald Trump back in two thousand and six. She wasn't paid directly by Trump, but she was paid by his Trump $130,000. And she signed what she called a hush agreement, which is pretty much a NDA, non-disclosure agreement. But what she found out or realized is that Trump himself never signed the actual paperwork. Oops. She did. Her lawyer did. His lawyer did. But Trump never signed it. And reason being, that way if anybody ever asked them if he ever signed a document about it, he could say no. But then she's questioning, is it legal then, and do I have to follow it if he didn't sign it? Because she wants to talk. Yeah. So she was taking this document to court to question its legality because she she wants to talk. She pretty much puts Trump in a corner by going, either I get to talk or you claim that it's real and I got the money and I I don't get to talk. Oh man. The, but uh, so how does how do you how do you envision this guy getting out of this shit? Well, early later on today there was a new file a, a new judgment filed by okay, so basically Trump's attorney that signed this paperwork in the non-disclosure agreement, one of the things that she signs away to is the right to arbitration instead of going to court if she wants to fight this agreement or, you know, has questions about it or whatever. Basically, she has to go to arbitration with them, which just puts the little man, her, in a bad situation because he's there with all his lawyers and all his professionals and, you know, they're going to get what they want. So what happened was is that one of the the lawyers filed an um, arbitration uh, agreement with that a, a retired judge signed, which I mean could only mean is like a buddy of theirs, right? That basically got a restraining order on her against talking about it until they go to arbitration because she agreed to go to arbitration first before take legal actions. So 
they're trying to shut her up right now and say, no, 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 you agree not, you can't talk about this. You agree not to talk about it. You got a problem. You got to go to arbitration. Her whole question is how legal is it if this fucker didn't even sign it? Yeah. But they're just trying to shut her up again. Well, she found this out when she landed on a plane today from a plane. Damn. Um, yeah, man, it's it's just a long list of other fucking bullshit this dude has done, and he can't talk himself out of because it, it at this point it's it's basically everything that's said it's it's you know oh it's bullshit it's fake news but <laughs> you know everything's sprinkled with reality and and this dude's life is <laughs> so absurd that it, I mean come on man he was he was caught on tape talking about grabbing women in the pussy and it's like. Dude, like, what's wrong with you? And the Republicans looked the other way. Nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. Not the droids you're looking for. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you know it's funny because right before we started recording, I saw um, just something really quick that I guess he's going to be in Beverly Hills next week uh, for a fundraiser for uh, his, uh, you know, his next election or whatever. And I'm like, oh man, do you think this dude even makes it to Beverly Hills, or do you think he gets turned around and shit? What do you mean? People won't fucking protest this dude showing up to California. Especially after, like, Jeff Sessions and this dude are trying to sue California because of all the, you know, the, the fucking immigrant bullshit that, you know, we're like, yeah, we're not going to follow your rules. And now they're trying to sue the state of California. <laughs> right. So those dudes are just going to show up next well, who week. The well, who the, hell's in, who the hell's having him here? There's somebody that's hosting and inviting him here. And, and the, the, the group and the organization. I hope people protest. That'd be cool. I, I, I mean, is there word of that down there? I haven't heard anything just yet, but I can only assume people are starting to, like, rally up, you know. Um, posse up? Yep, posse up. You know, and hopefully meet this fool at the airport, just uh, just so he know he, that, you know. We're not a fan here in California of you. <laughs> I'm sure he gets that everywhere he goes. Yep. But yeah, my favorite headline. Ugh. Porn, porn star sues president. <laughs> and and, and the, <laughs> Times have changed. <laughs> it's so gross. It's gross. Especially that dude, man. He's so nasty looking. Right. Did you, uh, other news, did you watch the Oscars? Um, I did not. I kind of, you know, followed it on Twitter to see who was winning stuff. Um, I don't usually watch award shows yeah, here anymore. I normally don't. Yeah. I, if I, uh. If I could record him and fast forward through all the bullshit that I don't want to hear, yeah. then I'll talk to him, you know, and that'll maybe be like, you turn the show into an hour long show. Uh, that's how I'll watch it. But uh, I don't do that. I have streaming now, so I didn't want to deal with all that. So yeah, I just kept up with it online. You said you saw Shape of Water, right? I did. I did. So that one best picture. I'm kind of shocked because you... because I liked it and, and like I see that as like a like a me movie, like a us movie. I don't see uh-huh. how that shit got like best picture when like, you know, I mean the stuff that you always like and think is cool never wins. So the fact that this thing won, I was like, Oh shit. You know? So I remember you saw it and you reviewed it. I didn't remember what you said about it. So you did like it. That oh yeah. Much. I liked it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally laughing because I did see that meme going around online and then you ended up sending me today as somebody referred to The Shape of Water as Grinding Nemo. That is so <laughs> fucking funny. Like that, like if there's any, like honestly, that's the best way to explain that movie to someone like who, who, uh. <laughs> that's kind of gross. <laughs> well, that's all I'll say. <laughs> that's funny. Um, 
Best Actor went to Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour about Winston Churchill. Did not see that, but I've always appreciated Gary Oldman in almost any movie he's been in. Agreed. So kudos to him. Uh, Francis McDormand won for Three Billboards. So part of our um, episode that shall not be named. (laughs) Yeah. Our Voldemort, if you will. (laughs) We talked about that we both watched Three Billboards. Um, I loved Frances McDormand's role. I didn't think it was much different from some other of those strong female roles that she did. Sure. Um, but I did enjoy it. it. And I'm glad that, I'm glad she won. Yeah, I can, yeah, I have no problems with that. I think she did a she solid job. Against, and, and that movie was good. I like that movie. She was up against Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water, Meryl Streep for The Post, Margot Robbie for I, Tanya, and Cerise Ronan for Lady Bird. And I don't, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Did you see Lady Bird? I did. And I saw I, Tanya, And you saw both of those as well, right? Yeah, I did. I did. And So so you saw four out of five. The only one, I, I didn't see the post. Didn't see um, that one either. So, I mean, out of the four, so seeing four out of the five, do you think McDormand earned that? Do you, I mean, how I mean, do you think Margot Robbie and the gal from Lady Bird did? I think they did. I think they did well. I, I, if I think if anybody was going to squeak her out, it would have been Homegirl from The Shape of Water, because she was, mm-hmm. you know, she was charming as a motherfucker, and you know, and <laughs> well, and, and to be charming and not, because she plays a mute basically, so she's okay, signing right. everything. So she's not even talking. So for right. her to come off charming like that and and so expressive, like that's a that's a feat. So that's like when Homegirl, I can't think of her name right now. She won Holly Hunter. No, yes, won the award for uh, the pianist when she was a mute and didn't talk. Yeah, a, I think that's right. Um. Anyway, so what do you think of I Tanya and Lady Bird? While we're on the subject, right quick. Um. I. You know. I. I liked I Tanya. I. I think. You know, like I've stated before, her mom is fucked up, and if her mom is like that was great. I think. Yeah, she was a great role. Uh, okay, skipping ahead. She, Allison Janney, won the best supporting actress for that role. So good for her. That role was great. Yeah, she was. She. She played a piece of shit pretty good. And if. If. If Tanya Harding's mo- mother is anywhere near, um, what Allison Janney did in that movie. Wow. I. That. <laughs> uh, you know, Tanya Harding comes yeah. off pretty fucking sympathetic. Yeah, and it's funny because I was trying to explain to my mom. She's like, I don't want to think I want to watch it because I don't want it to like you know I don't want it to glorify her. And I'm like, it didn't. I mean, I didn't. I didn't feel that. I way. explained to her. Yeah, I explained to her how ooh, husband walked in the room with cake pops. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got sidetracked. Um, anyway, I was explaining to my mom. I said the one thing you know. I guess we all knew she was kind of trailer trash, right? So that none of that surprises. Yeah, that's not but, a surprise. What surprised me was how straight up the judging was about, look, we can't, we can't vote for you as, as, you know, we can't send you to the Olympics representing our country. You can't represent our country because, you know, you're crap, you're trash. I didn't, that surprised me. However, when I was explaining that to my mother, she was not surprised at all because my brother did gymnastics for a few years and did some competitions and stuff. So she saw how competitive it was kind of more so on the girl side, I think. So that didn't surprise her at all. I said, I was surprised by how off the ice she had to maintain a certain image too. You know, yeah. my mom's like, yeah, no, it didn't surprise me. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you think about it, everybody that, you know, we kind of grew up seeing from the Olympics and shit was always squeaky clean. Yeah. I guess they had to be, you know, and then they can change into a woman 50 years later if they want. Yeah. 
<laughs> I complain about people. Um, and then um, go back to uh, I'm jumping all over the place. Back to three billboards. Sam Rockwell won the Oscar for best supporting actor for that, he which is... I think totally deserved. I almost think he deserved a main actor. Again, going back to um, Voldemort podcast. I think that movie was more about his character and the way his character evolved through the whole movie than anything else. He's, that was the best part of that movie to me. He's one of my favorite actors um, just sure. because he's such a fucking chameleon every time he's on screen. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, he was such a, a piece of shit at the beginning of that movie to just kind of come around. Um, the dude's solid, man, and, and I'm surprised that he doesn't work more um, because, I mean, that dude should be in everything. He's in a lot of movies. He's been in a lot of movies. Some of them you just don't really hear about. Not enough. <laughs> I say, pull them up on Netflix. I'm sure there's a lot to watch. Um, okay, so we talked about three billboards. So, what did you think of Lady Bird? Um, I, you know, I like that it wasn't long. I know that. That's, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'm not saying that in in a, in a negative way, but like, I think movies I, are fucking long these days. Yeah, movies are long, and I think. They, they, they basically encapsulated everything they needed to in that short amount of time. Um, you know, it's, it's a kind of a coming a- of age movie, you know, about a girl in high school. And I can still appreciate those. I don't know if you can or if just the chick in me, but I can still appreciate a good teen coming of age movie. Here's, here's the interesting thing about those movies, watching it in this day and age, now having a kid. Okay. It, it's fucking frightening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get that. Totally different. Uh, if I would have, if there. I would have watched a movie like this three, four years ago, might have been different. But um, yeah, those movies, you know, they 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 hit a little close to home because I'm like, oh shit, man, am I gonna have to deal with this shit when when she's that age? You know. So it's yes. <laughs> oh man, she's a firecracker as it is now, and she's three. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, I you know I really enjoyed I enjoyed the movie, um, you know watching the the, um, the watching the the relationship between her and her mom um, was interesting because they would turn on such a dime, you know like the one of the opening scenes where they're kind of um, you know in the car and they're listening to some book on tape and they're just very emotional and, and then two seconds later they're just fighting over some bullshit you know yeah 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 I was thinking about the scene in the uh, thrift store. Where they're fighting about, you know, mom goes, are you dragging your feet? Or why are you oh, dragging yeah. your feet? Oh, no, she goes, are you tired? I don't remember. She goes, why? Because you're dragging your feet. Why didn't she ask me if I was tired? She goes, I didn't. And they're arguing. And then, ooh, ooh there's this dress. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Laurie Metcalf was great. I, I've always liked her. I'm glad. Just looked, again, looking forward to seeing uh, the reboot of Roseanne and her back on it. Sure. Um, again, I think this role, though, I've seen her kind of do before. Um, it wasn't really anything new. It was good. I liked that for some reason that it was in Sacramento. It was just this California feel. I get it. You know, the girl wanting to get out of the city. It was super cute. Yeah. I expected it to end there. It's like, but we saw a little bit of her leaving and, you know, it, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. Um, best actor, best actress, best movie. Eh, eh, I don't yeah. know if I put it in those categories. Yeah, I, but. I, I, I am, I'm surprised it got nominated. Um, I mean, were there just a lot of crappy movies this year? <laughs> I mean, there's a possibility of that shit. No offense. No offense. Real question. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of all the movies I watched, you know, that that were up for stuff, I don't, I don't think I hated any of them, honestly. 
Oh, I know you might not remember this from last week, but did you watch Get Out by any chance? I have not watched that. Oh, you still have? Okay, so you have to. So they gave Jor- uh, Jordan Peele the uh, Best Original Screenplay Oscar for that movie. Yeah, no, it makes me want to see it, but, you know. It was cool because I saw an interview after him going, you know, I wrote this movie. For, it took me six years to write this movie because I'd start it and stop it. I'd be like, nobody's going to want to put this together. And I'd start it again. And no, nobody's going to want to, you know, put this out. And and he goes, you know, the fact that somebody did and all that. And it was pretty cool. It's nice. It's, you know, especially because it's, I mean, I'm assuming it's different from what he's, you know, from Key and Peele and that sort of thing. So Yeah, absolutely. It's not a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> There's some comedic moments for sure, but... Um, going back to the Oscars, did you hear about Francis McDormand's speech at all or see any snippets of it, get to watch it? I, I heard about it. I heard how she had all the ladies who were nominated stand up and stuff. I thought that was a, that was cool. Yeah. Just look around the room and see, you know, how many women there are out there. I mean, you know, I'm sure if she would ask the men to stand up, it would probably would have been like, you know, four times as many. Um, but that was cool. But the most interesting thing she said was right at the end of her speech before she walked off, she said two words, inclusion writer, and just yeah. walked off. And then so I watched the press interview afterwards and they said, well, what is that about? And she goes, I just learned after 30 plus years in this business that you can have in your writer, an inclusion writer, to where 50% of the cast and crew are uh, minorities. Yeah, I, look, goes, I looked it up. I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know we could do that as as actors, and that you know. Who would have fucking known? Like that's something yeah. I should have known yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Know. So and it's funny because I saw Amy Schumer post something about it on um, Instagram later, and she she didn't know about it either. Boy, what a what a what a thing to keep secret, you know. Bastards. Assholes. It's the man holding us down. Mansplainings. Um. What's going on in TV? What are you watching on TV these days? Um, you know, Walking Dead's back on TV, so I'm, I'm getting oh, back into God, that. What season is that shit on? Where are, are they still walking? Somebody told me one time it's just them walking all the time. Um, no, they're fighting mostly nowadays. Okay. Fighting other still uh, fighting zombies. I mean, that's always there. There's no way. <laughs> that's around always a that. threat. Yeah, you know, they're fighting other 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 people, other quote unquote clans. Um, gotcha. But yeah, they're still walking and still, you know, battling and trying to, just trying to find peace in a crazy world. Aren't we all, man? Mm. At least we don't have to deal with zombies. Not yet. Eh, most of these people out here, half of them are zombies. Not yet. Um. Okay, two shows I, I had to tell you I was watching. I think I've confessed to you before that I watched the Bachelor series. Yeah. So that shit was a train wreck this week. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've heard about it at all. Nah. Do so tell. this this douchebag who I never liked, I, I didn't really get invested because I didn't really like him. It's all about the girls because one of them will get to go on to be the bachelorette, which I always like better. So he's just he's he's dumb. He's just a tool bag. He's he's by the end of the show, he's like, oh, I'm in love with two women. He basically proposes to one, and within like a couple, like I don't know how long. A couple weeks or something decides he made a mistake. He tells the crew of the show that he needs to break off with her and wants to go see if he's still got a shot with the second place chick that he booted. So they they get the camera crews and basically film him dumping the girl he proposed to and said, I promise to choose you every day. 
in his proposal. And now he's going, yeah, I got to break it off with you because I got to see if there's still a shot with this gal. Jesus. Right? Have, so so have, you, have you watched all of the seasons of this show? No. So in, in, in the seasons that you have watched, has anyone made it? You were going to ask me that. I know that information out of most of the shows. So if you compare The Bachelorette to The Bachelor, there's more successful relationships out of The Bachelorette series than The Bachelor. Interesting. I want Because girls make better fucking choices, dude. I'm not going <laughs> to so, argue with I you. I mean, there's probably at least a handful of them that are um, married and have kids now. And then there's one, my favorite couple, and they've been together for two years. And they live together and they're still engaged. They just haven't gotten married yet. <laughs> But apparently after two years, you get to keep the Neil Lane ring. <laughs> oh. You break up before that, you got to give it back, which most of them do. That's but anyway, funny. So a handful of girls have been successful. I want to say only like two, got two, maybe three, if I'm guessing, two, two guys have been successful. Okay. Funny thing is, there's one that was just straight up squeaky clean, nice guy on his show, picked straight up squeaky clean, nice girl. They got married and had kids. Didn't watch that season. Um. There's another guy, though, funny thing is, he picked one gal, then came on the After the Rose show, decided he made the wrong choice, broke up with her on the show, he went after back to the second place girl, and they got married and have kids, and they're still together. So Damn. this guy this guy that did this again on this season, they kept referring to them a lot, they brought this couple back on set, and they, and they said, you know, when we did it, it was like, I don't know how many years ago. It was kind of before the internet. So they just kind of got out of town. It goes, Mike, my, he goes, my advice to you, get out of town for a while. Get out of, you know, because people are just going to have their opinions. This guy goes, I'd walk down the street and people would like, just call me a jerk or an asshole or whatever. And that was before social media. So you can imagine how oh, bad God. it's been. So the homegirl that got dumped on camera, the funny thing is, is um, some girls started um, – a GoFundMe for her just to give her here, here girl, have some drinks on me and gave her like 50 bucks or 25 bucks or oh, something geez. like that. But all these girls started pitching in. And by the show that aired last night, she had like six grand in the account. Oh my God. <laughs> and she was, I'm not going to drink that much wine. So they donated it to charity, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, guess who gets to be the next bachelorette? Uh, who? Oh, the home girl who got dumped on national television. So, oh, so she gets a second chance gets, at this. Yes, they've done that before too. Famously, oh, brought man. people back who've been dumped or runner-ups. There's one douchebag that was on it four times, and it didn't work for him. I hope we never see him again. But anyway, wow, man, yeah, so, I, I can't imagine being any of these people, just kind of putting your life out there and just making some stupid decisions while everybody's filming this shit. Yeah, I don't get it either. But the funny thing is, is the very first Bachelorette they ever had, she's she's still married and has kids. So I think, like, you know, I mean, she was she's the success story at all, all of this. And I think a lot of these other girls look up to her. But, again, I think girls just make better choices. So well, that think, friend, that they've I mean, had better luck on that one. Well, let's be honest. I think I think people like you watch this show because of the train uh, the train wreck aspect. Absolutely. It's watching after. girls cry. It's the fact that 30 of them are all, like, fighting over one guy. Oh, and they're so fucking catty. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Then they have the spinoffs where you take all the losers that didn't win and you throw them like on an island or at a winter resort or fucking somewhere. And actually, there's been a, um, a couple of successful marriages and, and families out of that one, too. This is the same network that Disney owns is, is putting this. Show. Yes. Man. Oh, my God. I think it's been on for like 20 years or something, that's, hasn't it? Okay, maybe not 20. That's but... so dumb. Yeah. Oh, I've also hopped on board with America's Next Top Model. 
Uh, why so soon? I have a lot of free time. Um, only the last two cycles. I'll tell you why. The last two seasons, they decided to um, include models of all sizes. So there's plus size models well, that's a down dumb. to regular models. And As then opposed this to these season, like skinny wafer chicks. Yeah, totally. And then like, because Ashley's a Gra- Ashley Graham's a judge the last two seasons too. Oh. So so and then this season they cut they cut off the age limit and now and it was it was cut off at like twenty four I think. So this year there's there's a thirty two there's a thirty two year old and there's a forty two year old on. So I'm like right. that's kind of cool. So yeah, yeah. Represent represent that, that that silly show. <laughs> it I mean that looks more that more that looks like it's not it's killing less brain cells than that other shit you're watching. I don't know about that. Uh, um, you sent me a, a a preview this week for Lost in Space. Now, I, I, did you watch? <laughs> did you watch the uh, the old one, black and white one, um, growing up? I I'm aware of it. I know, I remember Mr. You know uh, Will Robinson and the robot, and I remember Doctor Smith. Yeah. Um. I don't really recall. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't watch it all the time. I watched Gilligan's Island more. I watched uh, like uh, I Love Lucy more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did not spend a lot of time. I watched Twilight Zone. Did you watch original Lost in Space? I watched some of it. I didn't. I wasn't religious. Same thing as you. I'd watch like Gilligan's Island, I Love Lucy, The Jeffersons. Um, <laughs> you know what's happening? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those kind of shows. So. um but yeah, I mean, I was familiar enough to where, you know, when they made that movie some years ago, I think it was in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Um, where I was hoping it'd be good. I think Joey was on that. Um, Joey but, from Friends? Yep. Nice. Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. <laughs> but but it wasn't all that good, so. Um, <laughs> but this this preview looks good. I mean, you know, I mean, fucking. So it's Netflix, a Netflix series. Netflix series? has some money. I enjoy me some of Netflix original programming. I love all the money they're dumping into it. Have you watched any of the Adam Sandler films on Netflix? No. <laughs> Are you done with Adam Sandler? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I don't think I've, I've come out and been like, you know, I'm just tapping out. But I don't know. You know, it's, it's not the same love I had for him, you know, back in the day. Um, you know, if, if, if Wedding Singer still comes on, I'll watch it. You know, I haven't watched Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison in a long time. Oh, um, actually, Happy Gilmore was just on the other day when I was flipping through TV. <laughs> that's funny. Um, uh, I did watch The Ridiculous Six on Netflix. How bad was that? Eh. I mean, it's what you expect. It's as its moments. Otherwise, it's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> it's got the, the moment of ram- randomness that his, most of his movies have. Um, so yeah, Ridiculous Six. I think that's the only one I've seen. Like I said, it's what you expect from Sandler, and it's got some laugh out loud moments, but then it's just got some really absurd, stupid moments. But come on, <laughs> that's Sandler. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you have you watched the one that uh um Kevin James did? He's got one on there that I think might have been through Adam Sandler. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Never watched that one. Like the Secret Life of an Assassin or some shit. Something like that. Uh-uh. That's funny. No. Yeah, um, it, it's weird. Like, I, like they, I, you know, of all people to have, like, an exclusive contract with Netflix, it's that dude. Well, it's actually 
I was reading an article about it back at the time, and it's actually perfect for him and his audience because his deal was he always just wanted to make movies with his buddies. Yeah. And that's all he gets paid. He, and he never got good reviews. The, the critics never liked his shit. So why go through putting a movie out to get it reviewed, do red carpets, do all the promos and all that crap when it just tanks? And it's it was the home sales, which what did his movie. And now they don't have home sales. Let's just go Netflix. And Netflix gave him a shit ton of money to just make some fucking movies. And that's all he cares. He doesn't have to think about box office or ratings. And his audience knows exactly where to find him. Yeah, I guess that's pretty genius. Um, are, but I, I haven't seen are any of the old movies on there like was that part of his deal or nah not necessarily because those movies are put out by other distribution companies oh, that's a bummer yeah so not necessarily I mean probably like any of the other content they come and go gotcha but yeah I mean so yeah he had like a multi-movie deal like five six eight movies I don't remember but he's got like a a multi-movie deal so there's a few on there there's one called um i haven't watched this one there's one called sandy wexler where he's this uh Jew- jewish movie um agent like talent agent <laughs> oh i've seen that one come 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 up here and there but i, I didn't yeah know. i wasn't knowing um so yeah that's funny uh, speaking of, of things uh things like this uh you, last week you had mentioned viceland oh yeah did you watch any? So I looked, and I actually do have that channel, so... Oh, lucky you! Yeah, so I'll, I'll be peeping some of that stuff. Although, it's funny, um, the the show that I really want to watch, it, which is Canada exclusive at this moment... Um, oh, yeah, the wrestling one? The wrestling one called The Wrestlers, where it follows these like indie guys around, which I've, I've heard is really good. Right now, it's exclusive to Canada, but it sounds like it will be coming to the U.S., so I'll definitely be peeping that on there. That's cool. I sent you a couple clips from another one of their shows I forgot about called Party Legends, where they just take Hollywood people, comedians, you know, um, music people, and ask them to tell them their best party stories, and they animate their stories. Oh, that's funny. So the one I sent you was, oh my god, it was Margaret show at a party at Anna Nicole Smith's house, and she talks about how Anna Nicole Smith had this ice sculpture of herself in the nude, but it was one of those luges of booze. She goes, you poured Jaeger in her mouth, and it came out her vajayjay, and that's where you had to put your mouth to oh, take the shot. Oh, that's funny. So her story was watching Anna Nicole Smith show her how to do it. So you're basically watching Anna Nicole Smith put her lips on an ice sculpture version of herself. And go down <laughs> on herself. And, and Margaret Cho's like, I've been sober for like five years, so I was like, I have to do this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a great one that you're going to love. I sent you a Bismarcky tells a story of going to a party at Eddie Murphy's house with Bobby Brown and um, uh, I'll be sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> and and like sure. they animate the whole thing. Rock yeah. to the rhythm, to the rhythm, rhythm, rhythm of the funky beat. Right? So, yeah, Viceland. Um, and, and you should, you would like that, um, the King of the Road, that skateboarding show is showing about. Yeah. Such good programming. Such good stuff. You have to check that out. Um, love me some Viceland. Um, so, in music news this week, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Lionel Richie, got his hands in man's Chinese theater. Is it still called that? Uh, I think it's, um, I don't know, I, I, some other kind of loosely. Grumman's? Grumman's? Yeah, some shit Do they like still that. have it? I can't remember. The names change all the time. Well, you know you know me and Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie is a musical genius. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was kind of, kind of pumped to see that because... 
I love that dude. I love that dude. He's the only. He's the only time that when I was working um, at the previous place that both of us worked at, but not at the same time. Um, you know, people would come in and out. You know, you'd see all these famous people, and it's like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. But he's the only one where like he popped his head into one of the offices I was fixing a computer, and 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 he was like. Like, you know, poking fun of, of his manager and shit. I was like, oh, my God, it's Lionel fucking Richie. I was like, That's funny. Yeah. It's the only time I ever got all, all like, stupid about a, about a celebrity was Lionel Richie. So, was he, so he was a client at the time. Yeah, yeah. So when I was at the same company previous years earlier, they were trying to sign him as a client. So I uh, think they did. It was, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. So he comes in the office for a meeting and he's um, in the man, the boss's office guy who runs the company. My manager that I work for is in there and they're going through Lionel's greatest hits. Right. So me and two of my homeboys who are, um, that I sit next to one girlfriend and one guy and uh, all the music Lionel's greatest hits coming out of his office and we start singing them, you know, how can you not? Yeah. And uh, then they'd go to the next song and we'd start singing it or whatever. And apparently they could hear us in there. So my man, my boss steps out of the office and he goes like, keep it up. Like Lionel can hear it. And he, he loves it. You oh know, my God, that's <laughs> funny. So, you know, um, we're, we're keep saying whatever. So the, the meeting's done and he goes to step out of the office and the three of us, one guy got the guy got up to go to the bathroom and my girlfriend happened to be like under her desk trying to find some files or something like that. So Lionel steps out of the office and he looks over towards the group of us that were singing at our desk. And I was the only one there. And I'm in like the farthest corner of the room from where he was. And he waves and I'm like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and my two friends missed it. that were singing with me. I was like, Lionel. oh man, you guys missed it. Lionel Richie just waved at me. Get off your knees. <laughs> Go say hello to um, Lionel Richie. I never saw, I never saw him in concert. Oh, I, I did. Have. I yeah. did. It was at the, um. Hollywood Bowl, I believe. Yeah, it was at the Hollywood check Bowl. Me, check out my memory. Oh, shit. Look at you remembering shit. Who's taking Ginkgo Biloba all of a sudden? <laughs> um, yeah, man. I uh, he's, he's dope. Like, I think... I want to say there was another time, but that's the one that always sticks out. Um, you know, because I worked at that place when, like, he was doing, like... I don't know if you remember when... Uh, when Zombie did the uh, the remake with him. Of oh, Brick God, House. that was horrible. That was such a horrible idea. Yeah. Whose fucking idea was that? One of the managers, I'm assuming. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my time at that place. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. But, yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm, I'm glad of, of all the people that, that, that have their handprints there, I'm, I'm glad they gave it to him because he's, he's, like, he's, he's, like, le- legit. He's a legend. So don't, don't yeah. fucking hit on, on Lionel. God damn it. Never, never. Did you hear that he was kind of throwing shade at his own daughter because uh, his youngest daughter is dating um, one of the Kardashians throwaway guys? Oh, no, really? Yeah, the oldest sister, basically her baby daddy. Oh, man. He's like 30, 32, 30, no, 38. Because she's, Courtney's 37, 36, something like that. And like, Sophia Rich is like 18. And I guess somebody asked Lionel about an interview. And he goes, yeah, she's just getting even with me for my Afro days where he was running around town giving his parents a bad time pretty much is what he was uh, saying. <laughs> that That's not what I want to hear. I don't want karma coming back to me. Yeah. Hello. Do you live on this planet? Whoops. <laughs> Speaking of karma. <laughs> yeah. So uh, has your Alexa laughed at you yet? Okay, so the 
funny thing that's is that's some is, freaky ass shit. Robots can take over the world. And they're laughing at us now, like ha ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, I, so yesterday, you know, I, I wasn't feeling good, so I kind of bounced work a little bit early, um, you know, to, to, to get home or whatnot. And, you know, I was, laying in the, I was laying in the bed, and I had the door closed, and the dog was with me. And normally, if there's a noise, the dog will be like, bah, 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 bah. but usually yeah. with Alexa, he doesn't like, he, I don't know, he just doesn't give a fuck. So I thought I had heard something from the living room, and I was like, the fuck was that? Because, you know, like, we don't live on a very, we don't live on a busy street at all like and, mm-hmm. and our room is like in the back of the house so right. i was like what the fuck is that so i'm like i wonder if it was alexa and then sure as shit i see this article i'm like damn that bitch was laughing at me because i wasn't feeling good <laughs> mm. see i was wanting to get one of those and now i'm like i don't, I don't know now man you know it's it's fucking skynet man as, as much as i'm like oh i love right i love ordering um um you know paper towels from alexa you know it's like fuck that noise like She's sitting there going. I'll just, I'll just pick up my phone and push some buttons. Yeah, she, <laughs> or tap some screen. If she starts, if she starts going dun 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 dun, then I'm out of here. Right. I'm. I'm has she start, Has she disobeyed you yet? Some of those articles reading said that they she straight up disobeyed them. The interesting thing is that she doesn't disobey me, but she definitely doesn't listen to Trish as much. She like just, when Trish tries to talk to her, she just doesn't acknowledge her yep. or what? Or like, yep. She'll literally in the same tone that I will ask her to add stuff to the shopping list. And she'll just be like, mm, I didn't hear nothing. And I'm like, seriously, I'm standing right next to her. I'll, I'll add the same thing. She, and she'll add it to the shopping list. I'm like, this bitch is fucking got something against my wife. Oh my God. That's like my husband can never get his Siri to work, but mine works perfect for me every time. Uh. <laughs> Maybe he needs to change the voice or some shit on that. Make her British that or something. That is too funny. So last week I was telling you how this dumb bitch, um, Stacey Dash, uh, who's really only known for being in the movie Clueless 20-some-odd years ago. And being Clueless. is Pretty much. She's running. She's an outspoken Republican, and she's running for California's, California's 44th District which pretty much includes Compton, Watts, San Pedro, North Long Beach. Pedro? Right? Old stomping ground. Um, this bitch is from Connecticut. She grew up in Connecticut. So, uh, so I, 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 I'm having a lapse in memory. Like, how long do you have to live in a place to be, like, running for, for shit in that town? Oh, shit, see, I don't know. It's, only, it's only Congress. <laughs> no, yeah. Probably I don't know. It's, it's not that long. Probably, like, two weeks or something. You right. Like you just have to vacation here. Like well, it's not like she lives in fucking Compton or Watts, or she don't live down there. Yeah. You don't try and tell me she lives there. She lives somewhere in California, but I don't know how you could do that. I'm not brushed up on that. Yeah. But what I do know is this chick is like some stupid ass Republican who's been on Fox News a bunch, talking about or splashing her opinion everywhere about like back when people were all huffy about transgenders using bathrooms. She was like, well, why should I put me and my children in jeopardy and go into the same bathroom with them when they can't figure out what they want to be? They should just pee in the bushes. Seriously? Yeah. Man, like, what's wrong with you? There are people just like you, you dumb bitch. Oh, yeah. She thinks that um, if black people want to be treated equal in this in this world, then they need to get rid of Black History Month. And like BET and the Image Awards and stuff like that. So, so she's trying to basically, like, 
omit everything to happen to these poor fucking people over the hundreds of years in this country is basically what she's trying to say. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing. Man, but she's now she wants stupid. to go represent Compton. Yeah, I, I, I hope, I hope that this is the first time in, in in someone's like history that she gets zero votes, <laughs> and um, and the other person gets a hundred percent votes because that's stupid. Right. So the good news is that the Compton mayor, Miss Aja Brown, went, uh, no, bitch, I don't think so." And uh, I think she's uh, she's going to step up and run for Congress against her. Dope. Nice. Somebody that actually knows the fucking and community. Compton loves their mayor. They love Ms. Aja Brown. She even, like, um, uh, she was praising, like, Kendrick Lamar and gave him, like, a key to the city and stuff because he grew up there and shit. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, she, she's a Democrat. Oh, she so. better be. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, hopefully that stupid bitch will, like, She'll go pick some other random city. Go go run for some like Congress in like you know Iowa or something. Yeah, or, like or go that. back to Connecticut, man. Like seriously, <laughs> right? Like, right. There I, you go. Look, look. I know that you you think you live out here because it's you know because of Hollywood and stuff, but you ain't you ain't done shit in years. So no. Bye. Mm-mm. Bye. Right. Bye. Girl. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Girl. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Speak. Speaking of bye. Hmm. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That wraps up our show this week. That was, that was all the topics we could scrape together for the weekend that we felt we wanted to jibber jabber about. <laughs> well, and that and that's and that's the beauty of the show is us jibber jabbering about some stupid shit. So, thank you for listening. Once again, I apologize for last week. That'll be our special trivia note. Um, but yeah, uh, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. All right. Pew, pew, pew. Beep, beep, beep. Goody squad out. Bye-bye. Goody squad.